or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms can mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Great Sounds Good morning, good morning, good morning, happy Monday, a brand new week, a brand new month, and things are looking nice. It's Amy Ryan taking things over here in Studio 1A, a Monday morning, so you know what that means. It must be time to turn our attention and focus on elder law. We do this each and every Monday at this time with Miss Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland. Good morning to you. How are you? I'm good, Miss Amy. How are you? Very, very good. Missed you last week. Glad we are back on track because, uh, you know, things are just, they're rolling right along, moving right along. I think we're all breathing a little bit easier, seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. And and life doesn't stop going, you know, keeps moving. You know, this is the uh, March 1. And you guess what today is? What is today? Today is the deadline for filing your homestead exemption paperwork um, here uh, in, in the state of Florida and in Volusia County. And people get, you know, if you miss that deadline, that's, that's you know, you could cost you some money to miss the deadline. But today is the deadline for doing that. And you can do that even online. So if we started from, from, the very, very beginning from scratch. For folks that aren't familiar, I think we've all heard the term, exactly what is homestead? What does that mean? What kind of financial benefits does that have for someone? Well, homestead is uniquely a Florida concept in that it relates to um, uh, real property that you live on. And by statute and by Florida's constitution, there's a, a number of protections that go to that. And in the estate planning arena, arena, we have to deal with that also. But for today's purposes, um, the homestead exemption is the uh, ability for you to have the property valued a special way uh, for real estate tax purposes. And in order for property to be your homestead for real estate tax purposes, you have to own it. And prior to January 1, so a couple months ago, you have to have uh, occupied the property as your primary and permanent residence. So if you own the property on December 29th or December 30th or December 31st and you lived in it, then you are able to apply for an exemption of up to $50,000 of value for real estate tax purposes. And the deadline for filing that application, again, is today, March 1st. So I was going to say, there are certain criteria and parameters that come along with this, and you mentioned primary residence. So what about our our friends from up north that come down and they are snowbirds, uh, and they've got maybe two homes, one here, one elsewhere? One of the questions here is, which home is you, have you declared to be your permanent residence? So if you um, have declared Florida to be your residence, but say you live here half the year and you live someplace else half the year and you file paperwork with the clerk of courts indicating that this is your residence, you file Florida or your tax returns from Florida, since you don't file Florida income tax returns, uh, you have a Florida driver's license, you are registered to vote in Florida, uh, those kind of things, then that would uh, likely mean that you uh, would qualify for the homestead exemption here. Now, there's some other other issues here that go with that. One of the things is that Florida law requires 
that you not have a similar kind of benefit in another state. So when we moved back to Florida, and I still own my home in Ohio, we got a um, evaluation or tax reduction in Ohio on our home in Ohio because it was our residence. And so until we sold the residence there, we couldn't qualify for a homestead here. But people will say, well, I want to file my, re- I want to file my homestead today because I bought my house in January. If you bought your house in January, you can file, but the exemption won't be effective for the 2021 tax year. You know, it's you have to still have owned it as of January 1 of the year. We're going to talk further about some of the uh, benefits, criteria, and parameters with Homestead when we return. We are focusing this Monday morning on elder law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We'll be back with more. You're listening to the great voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. The best station in the nation. America's best. The stations of WSBB. WSBB. From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. The 2021 legislative session officially gets underway tomorrow after the State of the State address from Governor Ron DeSantis. Locally, officials with the Daytona Beach Regional Chamber of Commerce will be closely monitoring several bills coming before lawmakers. More now from the Chamber's Jim Cameron. Uh, First one being liability protection for business as it relates to COVID-19 type cases. And there's also a separate bill that relates to health care entities. We want to make sure that those businesses that are following the CDC guidelines, that they're doing it where they're supposed to, that they're taken care of as it relates to uh, liability-type lawsuits. And, of course, all eyes will be on the budget, one impacted largely by the current pandemic. The chamber is supporting a measure that could potentially help to offset some of those losses. They've got a $2 billion shortfall that they're looking at this year. So one of the things we're supporting is the Internet sales tax, the e-fairness-type legislation. We feel that puts the multinational retail uh, online facilities on a level playing field with our bricks and mortar main street type businesses as it relates to paying sales tax. So we'll see how that goes. Florida Senator Rick Scott says he believes there should be national standards to ensure safe and fair elections. He says he supports providing voter IDs and getting rid of unmonitored ballot boxes. Scott says no voter should feel like their vote is diluted. Are there people that believe we've got to focus on making sure people feel comfortable their elections are fair? Yeah. And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. This 2020 Volusia County News Update is brought to you in part by Prime IV Hydration and Wellness, offering customized treatments to help you feel better, look better, and perform better. Hi, I'm Stacia with Prime IV Hydration and Wellness. Whether you're looking to boost your immunity, aid with weight loss goals, from allergies, fatigue, athletic performance, even anti-aging, Find out more about all of our treatments available by visiting us on Canal Street in downtown New Smyrna Beach or online at primeivhydration.com. Discover the endless benefits available to you now with Prime IV Hydration and Wellness. 
With cleanliness and disinfection on everyone's mind, imagine this. What if you could have your home or office disinfection last for 90 days? You try hard to keep surfaces in your home or office clean and disinfected, yet the second one person enters, you have to start all over again. What if you didn't have to worry about it? Introducing ZR Shield by Zero Res. This revolutionary disinfection process will keep high-touch surfaces like phones, handles, light switches, countertops, chairs, and more free of viruses and bacteria for up to 90 days with just one application. Eliminate 99.9% with a protective shield. Ask about the Zero Res germ mapping and see those results for yourself. With worry-free maintenance plans, this is the perfect time to get your free estimate. Call Zero Res of Volusia at 386-222-0260. Zero Res cleaning has always lasted longer, and now your disinfection will too. Clean, disinfect, and protect with Zero Res. 386-222-0260. The season is underway, and we're excited to welcome patrons to our sparkling clean, newly renovated Little Theater of New Smyrna Beach. Grab a seat for our next production. The Dining Room, where generations of families convene at the table while their fascinating stories unfold. Some funny, some rueful. This timeless classic features our troupe of actors as they take on multiple roles, bringing more than 50 characters to life, from giggling girls to stern grandfathers and Irish housemaids. The Dining Room, live on stage at the Little Theater of New Smyrna Beach, March 18th through March 28th. Be sure to reserve your tickets early, as seating is limited due to the special guidelines and precautions currently in place. Call 386-423-1246, online at nsbplayers.org. And be sure to bring your mask to the show as they are required for safety. Don't miss a seat for The Dining Room at the Little Theater of New Smyrna Beach, 3rd Avenue Beachside. This is Amy Ryan from the WSBB Volusia County Newsroom. The news is brought to you in part by Volusia Eye Associates. Advanced Eye Care, Local Convenience. 2020 Volusia County News, only on the stations of WSBB. WSBB. And we are back. We are continuing our focus this Monday morning on elder law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. Miss Sherry, for folks that are tuned in this morning, if they have some questions for you, what's a good way for them to reach out and get in touch with you? Yes, Amy, they can call me in DeLand at 386 386- 738-5599. Email me at radio at Aiken, and that's spelled A-K-I-N-Law.com. We've been talking this morning about homestead because today marks that important uh, deadline to file and some of the financial benefits that are advantageous, the, the criteria that goes around with it. You can't have, you know, three or four homes and only live in this one a couple weeks out of the year and, and claim homestead on that. But is this something that you need to do every single year? You know, Amy, it is It is not. I mean, one thing is that if you were to buy a home, you know, say you, you own a home in Volusia County and you buy another one and you move, well, the transfer of the homestead from one house to another is not automatic. So that one you would need to file a new application for the new one so that your homestead off the old one can be transferred to the new one. Or if you, you know, you, maybe you don't sell the other one, you just decide you're going to turn that one into a rental and you're going to have a new one. Yeah, that's not automatic. But Um, No, every year you do not have to reapply every year. What happens is in the fall, October, November, uh, the uh, property appraiser will send out a little card 
that will, you know, it's it's your standard little, you know, postcard kind of a thing that asks if you, um, you know, have any changes to your homestead uh, status on your on your on your uh, account. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then you don't have to do anything. But if you do, you really do need to respond to that. So say, for example, an example we were talking talking about here in the studio is everybody lives with grandmother and grandmother's home. Grandmother dies during the year. It's grandmother's house by will or by um, uh, this intestate succession or whatever. The house is going to pass to one of the other occupants of the home. But no one does anything. No one tells the property appraiser that grandmother passed away. Nobody filed a probate or a copy of a death certificate or anything. Everyone just keeps on keeping on. Mm-hmm. Pay the real estate tax bill when it comes in, you know, continues to, you know, just keeps on keeping on. And then one day the property appraiser finds out the grandmother passed away. Well, what the property appraiser is going to do, which he's required to do by law, is to readjust re- retroactively those taxes. Uh, and uh, depending on how long that's gone on, and unfortunately I have a case now where it went on for a while, um, that between the readjusted taxes and, and the penalties and the interest, it's nearly, the bill's nearly $40,000. Wow. Wow. Of, you know, and, and these are people who paid the real estate taxes along the way. They weren't they weren't not paying it, but they were paying the taxes at a at a at an artificially low rate, a, a rate that was not the correct rate because grandmother died. Because when grandmother died, um, you needed to start all over again, and not just the twenty five thousand dollars. Is because perhaps you know grandmother was elderly. Maybe grandmother was disabled and was qualified for an additional uh, reduction in valuation. Another thing that comes along with this is a Save Our Homes valuation limitation, uh, which is a, a statute and a constitutional amendment that restricts the ability of the property appraiser to raise the value of your taxes of your of your home every year. If it's your homestead property, the property appraiser can only raise the value of your home by three percent for the year, even if they think maybe it came up, maybe it maybe went eight percent, say. So what they do is they kind of keep track of what the value really ought to be, mm-hmm. you know, and you can see that on your tax bill, too. It's the just value of your home versus the taxable value. And so um, so that goes away, too, and it starts all over again. So say, you know, grandmother passes away, daughter who resides in the home with grandmother inherits the home. Well, the daughter would have the ability to file for her own homestead and get her own start, but everything's going to reset to the values of the year the grandmother died, you know, and so the taxes are going to go up, you know, and then they probably will level out somewhere around that level. Now, I can't imagine that's the only change that would uh, happen in someone's life that would spurn a need to, to reapply for that. What are some of the other life changes that folks should look at? Well, um, again, if, if you have, um, you know, again, if you're, if you've, using the property in a different way. If you start renting the house, I mean, some, some of our, our, our community members, you know, maybe rents a room or um, uh, Air, Airbnbs, the home and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Those kind of things also affect whether you are entitled to homestead or the extent to which you are entitled to homestead on your property. Uh, if you become disabled, uh, there are other exemptions that might apply to you. Um, if uh, you're over age of 65 and you have an income level that is a certain level, so not everyone who's over age of 65 doesn't get an additional reduction. But if you have a lower income 
based upon what the, the, the rules are currently, you can get a reduction as well. So you want to check onto those things. But the key things typically is buying is somebody passing away, the ownership transferring, um, or you acquiring another property that you are actually residing in. Because you can't have two homesteads. You cannot. You cannot have two homesteads. It's one and done. That's it. That's pretty much it. We are focusing this morning on homestead. Timely, timely topic today, as today brings about the deadline to file for that. Talking elder law with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We will be right back with more. You're listening to the great voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. People are talking about their favorite places to listen. Listen to it in the car. In the car. Clearly the great voice of Volusia County. WSBB. 2020 showed us just how uncertain life can be. And the year brought some major changes for so many. Do your will, estate plan, and last wishes still meet your needs? Aiken Law can help answer your questions and make any updates that may be necessary. Take charge in 2021 and get an estate plan review. If you don't already have an estate plan, now is the time to get all those documents in order. Sherry Aiken can help you take care of your affairs by advising you on the necessary steps to carry out your final wishes, help you put those plans in place, and ensure you have all the necessary documents in order and up to date. Phone and video appointments are available. Call Aiken Law at 386-738-5599 or visit them online at aiken-law.com. That's A-K-I-N-L-A-W.com. Looking for unique boutiques, fine local dining, arts, parks, and local history? Visit downtown Ormond Beach, where you'll find more than 60 retailers, 25 restaurants, two museums, and more. Our downtown begins at the Atlantic Ocean and runs two miles west along beautiful Granada Boulevard. Plan to visit one of our many weekend festivals in Rockefeller Gardens or our Thursday morning farmer's market. Discover downtown Ormond Beach at ormondbeachmainstreet.com. Cooler weather in Florida is perfect for getting together with friends, entertaining, and parties. And the perfect furniture? It's custom-made to withstand Florida's special climate, like rattan and wicker, PVC, to home accessories and lighting. The professionals at Volusia Patio have been serving our area for over two decades, and they know how Florida's weather can impact outdoor furniture, which is why they strive to make sure they're offering a durable, long-lasting product for your investment. At Volusia Patio, they can even help you design your perfect outdoor sanctuary. Volusia Patio, residential, commercial, local. Delivery service is available. Stop by and visit their showroom, Canal Street in downtown New Smyrna Beach. And online anytime at volushapatio.com. And we are back. We are focusing this Monday morning on all things elder law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. Ms. Sherry, again, for folks that are listening this morning, if they want to reach out, they've got a question or two for you, what's a good way for them to get in touch with you? They can give me a call over in DeLand at 386-738-5599. Email me at radio at aiken-law.com. Or stop in to see us. Our offices are located just west of downtown DeLand at 600 West New York Avenue. We've been talking about homestead today because today is that all-important uh, deadline to file, correct? 
That's it. That's it. Now, you know, Amy, at the start of our show, I mentioned, you know, that Homestead has a couple of different meetings. And, of course, in the estate planning side, we're concerned with the restrictions on Homestead and what you can do with a Homestead. And, you know, the restrictions of what you can do with a Homestead, are, again, are, are, are different in that if you were married and say you own, one of the spouses owns the home, but you're married, at your death, you cannot give the home to say, your adult children from another marriage. Mm-hmm. In fact, your, your surviving spouse would have a right to the home, at a minimum would have a right to live in the home uh, for the rest of their lives. But by statute now, the spouse has the right to claim a one-half interest in the home. So that's one, ish- one issue. The other thing is if you have a minor child, you're not able to will that home away to anybody else other than to the minor child or in a trust for the benefit of the minor child. But a good sign of things is that a good side of this also is that your homestead is protected from the claims of your creditors. And so one question I get all the time is, will my creditors, what happens if I go in the hospital? Will they take my home? And the answer, the straight answer in Florida is no. That in Florida, if this is your homestead, um, that where you live, it's your permanent residence, that um, creditors are not allowed to attach the home for the payment of a debt. And it doesn't matter. It's whatever kind of debt. It's, it's completely exempt. So, I mean, there are actually some limitations on that um, by statute as far as amount of land that's attached to it. But as a general rule, um, creditors can't get that either. And when you die, that creditor protection passes to your, your family heirs. So if you've left your, um, your home to your children and you have debts, the home will pass to your children without having to be sold to pay those creditors. So they won't they don't have to worry, oh my goodness, now now we're stuck and there's going to be a lien on the house for this because mm-hmm. mom did not pay x y and z. Right. Now if you put a mortgage on the house, there's a mortgage on the sure. house that you actually signed for. Guess what? Yeah, that passes and you got to take care of that. You know, that, that that doesn't automatically go away. But if at your death you have a lot of bills and just your homestead, well the homestead is going to pass uh to the children without you know, having to worry about that. And that includes a, a Medicaid claim, too. Medicaid, the house is not subject to Medicaid. It's not something you have to sell. Uh, granted, if you're on Medicaid, you probably don't have the money to maintain it, so that becomes a, more of a family sort of a question. But um, but your house is allowed to pass even with a Medicaid claim. So it offers some uh, certain fi- certain financial sa- uh, savings as well, but uh, also some some really important kind of protections in it's, place. It's really worth talking to a lawyer. If you've got a complex family situation, it's really worth talking to a lawyer about how to deal with your homestead. Really quickly, because we are out of time, give us that always. phone number. 738-5599. Miss Sherry, always a pleasure. Sherry Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We will do this all over again next Monday, same place, same time. We've got to make way now for CBS News. It's coming up at the top of the hour. And then we'll get you right back to more of the very best music to get you through the start of this new week and new month. Make it a great today.